0: Welcome in to another episode of my Dynasty Fantasy Football content. I'm not going to waste your time with the intro. I'll just put up the mock draft and we can take a look at that. Hopefully it decides to work. Um, well, anyway. Here is the mock draft. I uh, I know it's not... It might be a little bit hard to see it, but... We can see that I always find these videos really hard to do um but I did a rookie super flex tight end premium mock draft um and yeah I just have a few thoughts I wanted to share and uh then we can move into a couple patreon questions and we'll get out of here so first round I thought was mostly chalky with a few interesting takeaways First two picks were pretty easy. Caleb Williams is 101 for most people. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a clear 102. After that, I think things get kind of interesting. As the process goes along, I don't think we're going to see very much Drake May at 103. While I like Drake May, I don't think he has the same upside as some of the other prospects. Jaden Daniels really goes third overall in the NFL draft. I think his upside might push him up to 103. Malik Neighbors is also a candidate. Now, he went at 106 in this draft versus Marvin Harrison Jr. at 102. While I think that Marvin Harrison Jr. is a far better player, Malik Neighbors would have been the wide receiver one in most of the last 10 rookie classes, with only Jamar Chase maybe being better. So, he, 106 for Malik Neighbors is a massive value. His landing spot does matter, kind of whether he's going to be 103, 104. You know, Chargers will be great. Giants, maybe not so much. And then uh, Brock Bowers. He will be 106 for me in most tight end premium mocks with Romo Dunze rounding out the top seven. And there's a clear top seven right now until we get into the rest of the players. Now, at eight, Brian Thomas Jr. Now, I think that at the very beginning of the process, I saw him in the second round. That's not going to happen. He's it's really a debate whether he's the wide receiver four or wide receiver five for most people at this stage. Uh, but no problem with that pick. Troy Franklin and Xavier, where are they mm, I don't know, they don't have the same confidence in them. I think there's a lot of wide receivers who could be in that range, so we'll see. But the most interesting pick is JJ McCarthy, he's rising up NFL draft boards. I think he's gonna be a top 15 NFL draft pick, which means that he's a first round super flex rookie pick if he's drafted in the top 15. He won't go at 111. He'll probably go more like 109, maybe even up to 108. So we're going to see him rise as the process continues and his draft value continues to rise. Lastly, last pick of the round, Jonathan Brooks. Unfortunately, I don't think he's a first-round rookie pick in Superflex rookie drafts, and here's why. I actually don't think there are any running backs who are a first-round pick. Right now, in all of Dynasty, I have 11 running backs that are worth a first-round pick. You can see the pick value chart on my Patreon. It's at the top right corner of the... Video, but since there's only 11 running backs worth that, I don't think Jonathan Brooks coming off an ACL tear is going to come into the NFL and immediately be worth that. All the running backs in this class have major flaws for him, it's that injury, and then for some of the other ones, they have some other issues. But I don't think I'm going to have any running backs in the first round. Now, moving into the second round, Trey Benson at 201, it's fine, feels like a little bit of a reach compared to some of the other running backs who went later. Bo Nix at 202, uh, that's uh, lighting a pick on fire. He's not going to go round one, I don't think, in the NFL draft. I think four quarterbacks will go round one with McCarthy being the fourth. Nix, I feel like i will be in the mid-second, and I'm not going to take him at 202. Keon Coleman at 203, my favorite value pick of the draft. Really like his value there. I, I would have him as a first-rounder. 204, Jatavion Sanders. I just I love tight end premium. Love getting a tight end, but I, I'm not taking him there. And then Ladd McConkey and Adonai Mitchell, 205-206. They are great values there. You can see the wide receiver class is deep. Really, really deep this year. Now, moving on. Michael Penix, a little bit like Bo Nix. Although, I will say, if Penix goes in the second round, I'm open to taking him at 207. The problem is Nix at 202 was just too high. But 207 is not a bad price for a round two quarterback. Landing spot and draft capital is really going to debate things for Penix. And then we get a trio of running backs, Blake Corum, Braylon Allen, Bucky Irving. I honestly kind of like Blake Corum and Braylon Allen at 208 and 209. While I'm not always into running backs, I mean, these are good players. Good running backs are worth a mid second. I I don't think they're going to be that low. So I much would rather take Blake Corum or Braylon Allen at 208 and 209 than Jonathan Brooks and Trey Benson at 112 and 201. That that much is for sure. Now, Bucky Irving, I do like him, but I don't know. I don't know about 210. Uh, We'll see. There were a lot of good wide receivers still on the board. Walker and Polk, there's been mixed reviews about them both. I think we're going to have to see as the process goes on. Moving into the third round, I don't understand how Xavier Leggett fell to 301. I know there were some mixed reviews of him at the Senior Bowl, but yeah, he shouldn't have fallen to 301. I, I don't get that one. I do kind of like the value of Audric Estime at 302. Uh, Notre Dame running back kind of excites me, and then Roman Wilson at 305. That's not going to be a re- not realistic in re- real drafts in May. He's going to be way higher than that. I-, I think he's fighting for late round two draft capital. He's not going to go in the third round of draft. So, really like that pick from Mike there. And then my main other comment from this round is that. <laughs> Wide receiver talent is deep. I mean, Rice and Pearsall, those are players who look good and are in the mid-to-late third. It's a really big value. Spencer Rattler at 311. I mean, if he goes on day two somehow, that's a good price. If he goes day three, I'm probably not picking him at all. Last round. This is the I-need-to-do-more-research-and-get-more-info round. Without the NFL Combine, I probably could have cut this off at three rounds, realistically. Most of these players are players where I haven't done my full process on them. Of course, I've heard of Jalen McMillan and Jermaine Burden. Uh, I kind of like those picks right at the top. Michael Pratt might be mid-round quarterback of interest. One thing I don't like is these later tight ends. I don't think this is the year for that. I don't think this is the year where you're going to have a lot of tight ends in the third and fourth round that interest me. It's not like last year. I think I'm interested in Brock Bowers in the first, Jatavion Sanders in the late second. And that's probably it. I don't think I want these other tight ends. It's just not interesting me. So, and then the last thing is that Joe Milton is a waste of time. I don't expect him to do anything at quarterback. I don't expect him to play quarterback in the NFL. So yeah, I'm not spending a fourth round rookie pick on him. Yeah. That's kind of my summary of this mock draft. Again, We're going to do more of these rookie mock drafts, and we can compare this one to later ones kind of as things progress. But with that said, uh, let's take that down for a second, and we'll move into some Patreon questions. Now, of course, you can sign up for Patreon at patreon.com slash fantasyadvice. And there you get my full rookie ranks, uh, which, you know, would help with this. My dynasty pick, rookie pick scale, which shows where I value rookie picks compared to veterans. And then, of course, my dynasty ranks, uh, positional and overall ranks for 1QB and super flex. So, of course, patrons get to ask questions for the YouTube. I only have two questions this week. They're actually both rookie related, uh, kind of related actually to what we were doing. First one, I'm looking to trade back from 101 to 102 to select Marvin Harrison Jr. So, what I would assume was going on here is someone who has the 101 in Superflex League probably doesn't need a quarterback. Now, that wouldn't stop me from taking Caleb Williams. I, if I had the 101, couldn't trade it, I would take Caleb Williams at 101 whether I need a quarterback or not. However, the question is asking, what is it worth? You know, what difference should I expect, et cetera, et cetera. So, Marvin Harrison Jr. I feel like is going to be a. I don't know. I mean a top five. Dynasty wide receiver. When he comes into the league. In mean, Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase. CeeDee Lamb. Amon Ross St. Brown. Marvin Harrison Jr. So that'll put him. Close to a first round starter pick. Caleb Williams. Probably be a teensy bit higher. But they're going to be like. Three. Two. Three overall spots apart. So maybe a mid second. You're not going to get much. So. I don't know. Maybe you can squeeze an early second. Then I would definitely make the trade. So I think these are both coming in as cornerstone assets. And I do think those are the two cornerstone assets in this class. Malik Neighbors and potentially Jaden Daniels, depending on the draft capital and exactly his combine, could also fall into that category. Uh, But between these two, yeah, mid-second at best. Last question. Will you be doing any more rookie rankings, like continue the rookie list just a bit? So I did, I have a new process for doing rookies. I started, I believe, by releasing maybe 15, then I went to 20 something. Now I'm sitting at 30 rookies that I've ranked. And it's early in the process. I'll just say that when when I rank, if I rank 60 guys now, I'm probably ranking 20 guys who are not even going to be drafted, totally irrelevant players. I just think that's not really actionable at this time. Yes, 30 is a little thin. So the things that I think you got to look for are when I get some ADP, when I get some rookie ADP in February, DLF ADP in February, I'm probably going to take a look, and there's probably 5 to 10 oversights. we will probably push the list out to 35 to 40. Then, but right before the combine, I probably want to be at about 40. Then at the combine, I'm sure there'll be another 5 to 10 players that are added and probably going into the NFL draft, my goal is to go into the NFL draft having ranked about 50 or so players. And then if there are players who get surprised draft capital, we can add them. But I just think last time, there were too many players ranked. it's too confusing. And we want to focus on the players that are most likely to actually make an impact and not waste time on players who are probably not going to be drafted at all. So just keep a look for that. I'm only going to be adding players. And that's kind of what we're doing. We're adding players when I'm confident that they're going to be relevant. Right now, I have 30 guys that I am confident are going to be relevant. You know, as time passes, they'll probably be, that number will be larger. So take a look at that. But yes, after the NFL draft, I will rank every rookie that I think is worth a rookie pick, however many that is. If that's 60, if that's 65, if, it's usually between 65 and 70. That I end up ranking after the rookie draft, just to give you an idea of how many rookies I usually think are dynasty roster spot worthy in a given classes, almost always between sixty-five and seventy. So just take keep an eye on that. Now, if you like the video, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. I love this new banner that Dynasty Pandemic Clay did for me. Um, hopefully, everything has been wonderful. We're going to try to stick to this Monday, Wednesday, Friday release schedule. I've been going through a lot of stuff. So it's been a little bit up in the air. But hopefully we get back on that schedule moving forward. And just keep an eye on the channel for all of that. If you And yeah, I want to thank everyone for watching. And just everyone in the audience in general. You've all been very supportive on my last video. And just all the videos. And gave me a lot of good happy birthday wishes. 29 years old, officially Dynasty Self. So I just thank everyone for all the fun that we've had with that. Until next time, I'll see you all later. Peace out.